Welcome to Tidolda. Oh, good again. Welcome to Tidolda. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> You're killing <laughs> What's me, bro. good with hey. you, bro? <laughs> yeah. Hey, drink some more beer. Total Degenerate. Are you really going to talk? I was about to say something about the fam. Total Degenerates podcast brought to you by Resilient Real Estate. He's mad at Rude his intro. Good job, B. We have a second episode tonight. Episode two with none other than the film doctor back at yes, studio. Sir. The film doctor. Um, we, haven't, we haven't given you guys Been any... surgery for a while. <laughs> we haven't given you guys... <laughs> your film surgeon? I thought I was just doctor. Oh, like, shit. I didn't know yeah. like you like perform surgery. I, I do. I do. I do some shit. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you're like a. I got a PhD in a lot of stuff. Like a foot doctor. <laughs> you don't even know what that's called. That's why you didn't know what you're fucking saying. You're like you were gonna go with something fancy, and you're like something ologist. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was gonna say gyne- I was gonna say gynecologist, but I was like, no. that's fine. But you can call me. You just didn't want to give me that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like a chauffeur, so. like a shine shoes, shine shoes, butler. <laughs> All, All right. right. The film doctor is fucking back, baby. Um, obviously, um, it's been a while since we talked movies. So um, if you stayed with us for a while now, you know we're huge Marvel fans, right? We've talked about the MCU on multiple episodes now. Um, the MCCU has been in full force. Um, go back and listen to a couple of our breakdowns on WandaVision, Loki, and also uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Or, sorry, Falcon Cap- in the Winter Falcon. Soldier, who Cap- is now Captain America. Cap- Cap's gone. Yeah, okay. But anyway, <laughs> so listen, listen in on those. Um, those. That was the beginning of Phase 4. We're now entering kind of this middle ground of Phase 4 where we entered two movies that have released in the past couple of months. We've had uh, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. And The Legend of the Ten Rings. And then um, this past weekend, we just had the release of Eternals. Um, all of us saw this movie together. Um, we're gonna break down both individually, so um, we'll have B kind of start us off. You want to start with Shang Chi or uh, Eternals? I'll start with the Eternals. Okay, go ahead. Uh, maybe worser of the two movies. Debatable, sure. Eternals. Uh, it was a it was an interesting movie. Uh, basically, spoilers. By Spoil- the way, guys. yes, that is spoilers. the one we will say. If if you are if you have not watched the movies, you don't want to have any spoilers. Do not listen yeah. to this breakdown. Follow up afterward because we are gonna get into. Theories, questions, comments, everything that went yeah. down, the ending, cutaway scenes, everything. So go ahead, B. So Eternals basically is a, you know, immortal beings that have been on Earth for thousands of years created by the Celestials. Mm-hmm. And going into the movie, you're like, all right, we got all these super beings on Earth for a thousand years. I have no fucking clue mm-hmm. where they've been. And they're there to fight off deviants. Mm-hmm. Um, so they fought off some deviants a couple thousand years ago. Then they got planted on Earth and stayed there, told not to interfere with pretty much wars anything. or anything. Yeah, anything else. And you know the movie goes through, and we kind of learn that there's a, a way bigger purpose here for mm-hmm. um, the Eternals and the Celestials, being these all powerful gods, are planted pretty much in universes, planets everywhere and where the population builds going in leading to the awakening of the celestial Mm -hmm. and the eternals knowing this so that's why they were to 
keep f the basically the flow of the human race as is. Yeah. To lead into the celestial being right, born. because the celestial yeah. is absorbing the life force from all of the humans. Yeah. So that was like an overall picture of the movie. Yeah. Um, and you get introduced to ten Eternals, all with you know different powers, mm -hmm. big time actors. Big time actors. Big time actors. Like if we talk about the cast, we're talking obviously Salma Hayek, Angelina Jolie, Richard Madden, mm -hmm. uh, Kit Harrington. Kit Harrington, which didn't have a great role at all, but I'll get into that. But I mean, huge, huge characters, right? And huge yeah. characters with implications moving forward, mm -hmm. obviously. Um, obviously, the movie itself has had a lot of mixed reviews. Yeah. You would say, right? I mean, it was... Marvel's lowest rated movie. On Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. That's what everyone said. Um, I know CY and we, we were split kind yeah. of as a group here. Um, B and I both really enjoyed the movie. CY and Brandon had some, you know, interesting things to say about the movie. Um, what, 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 do you, what do you have on it? CY overall. Like, I mean, what was kind of your biggest takeaway that you didn't like about it? I really like the fact, like the, the star power. You know, Selma Hayek, like you mentioned, Angelina Jolie, really good actors and actresses mm -hmm. in this movie. Um, my kind of letdown for it was, I don't know, there just wasn't that, you know, that wow factor in any part of the movie. I never got that. Like story-wise? Yeah. Like, you know, you know, nothing about it really jumped out at me. Um, I think the good thing I did like about it is, is how many characters they give us for the MCU moving forward. And I think all of them are going to have certain storylines. I think all of them are going to play key roles. And I think that was really cool. But if you just judge this movie on just the movie and take it out of the MCU, I think it's a bad movie. You know, just for an individual movie. And I think, you know, like I said, the wow factor, that the action was just okay. You know, the the climax, it was just, it was, it was okay. okay. I think it was just okay. We'll, we'll break down a little bit more in a little bit. Um, let's get into each character. You know, you had Thena. Played by Angelina Jolie, goddess of war, um, known as, you know, I would say as far as like hand fighting, she kind of seems to be the most powerful. Yeah. Hand they kind hand, of allude kind to of, that, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, Icarus, played by Richard Madden, very handsome. Um, he, <laughs> super <laughs> handsome. Um, he kind of seems to be, you could call him a leader, you know, in a lot of ways. I, I would say leader as far as. He has the most respect from yeah, everyone else right because he man. has the, yeah. the power. Yeah, he's I, the right hand I feel like he's man. the most powerful. Right. He's definitely like the right-hand man of Ajak, played by Salma Hayek, who is the actual leader. Yeah. She's the one that communicates with Arsham and, uh, you know, the Celestials on kind of the plans that are going to go happening down the line. So, um, Cersei. But I can't even say her name without using an accent <laughs> because we heard it so much from Richard Madden in the movie, who's played by Gemma Chan. Smoke. Smoke show. Yeah. Um, she is more of like, you could say, like, I guess you call it like an earth element. Mm -hmm. You know, she can definitely, she can make things turn into different, you know, she can rock into water, rock into dirt, rock into whatever. Um, she helps people like garden and things like that. Um, you got Druig, who actually, who I, I didn't like at first, but we'll talk about him later. Um, he obviously has mind control over a lot of people, which was cool. Gilgamesh, played by Don Lee. Um, another warrior, super powerful, kind of just like super strong, I would yeah. say. Sprite, who has the ability to kind of um, inter like, do like illusions, basically, and kind of make people see what she wants. 
more or less. You have Kingo, same thing, kind of ball, power balls out of his hands, fireballs. Yep. Um, he's a funny character. Makari, super speed. And then Fastos, who uh, kind of technology, right? Super smart, has the ability to do things with technology. So obviously a lot, tons of really cool characters moving forward for the MCU. Um, but let's get into kind of, I mean, do we want to break down the story? We should break down the story and what happened now. Okay. Right. And then go yeah, into yeah. it. So essentially, as we talked about, we already have the plot, but as the plot thickens, right? Once we find out that, you know, the Eternals are now there to create a celestial and that basically it's going to wipe out human existence, right? Yeah. Cersei, because Ajax has been killed by what we thought was a deviant at the time. So now Cersei is now the the leader of the Eternals now, right? And her idea is this is not right. We love this planet. That's not okay. We yeah, should they've be been, doing this. I mean, they've been there thousands of years. Five thousand. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Five thousand years. So they're like, we need to do something about this, right? So all of them band together and which a couple things. It's interesting because it wasn't exactly like they all agreed with her. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But like she is the leader and you know, majority of them did. Um, but it was interesting, you know, obviously when we go down to it, Icarus, who, what we said was kind of like very respected leader was actually married to Cersei for a very long time. Um, he was, he did not like the plan. He, knew, he, well, he also knew the he whole also time. knew Ajax told him and after then that day on Babylon. He and, and Ajax had had a change of heart, was going to tell the rest mm-hmm. and Icarus, in turn, was the one who killed. He 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 killed her. He decided and said, "You know what? This I'm, is what we were made for." Arsham was made. We were made. By he Arsham. created us. Yeah. So to build celestials and give, because instead of because the whole idea behind celestials is that celestials create billions of lives, yeah, rather than just one. You know what I mean? So the Eternals like, oh, one celestial for you know lives on Earth, but it's billions upon billions upon billions is what Icarus and the Celestials ideal is behind making more yeah, Celestials so just, and making more galaxies, so essentially. Earth, Earth essentially wasn't good enough for him to say, well, without the creation of this Celestial, m- you know, millions, Another of, galaxy. Mil- yeah, millions of planets like this mm-hmm. won't exist. Right. And obviously the Eternals had, at this point, grown very fond of Earth and whatnot, so they... Emotional you know. connection. Right. But Icarus, Icarus was on the other end and he said, you know what? I don't, this isn't right. I'm going to go ahead and stop this. Right. So he um, gives Ajax off to the Deviants who then kill uh, Ajax. He just. What? Ajax off to the Deviants. Did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> like he hands Ajax off. Yeah, I did say that. <laughs> he did. And I said hands. <laughs> So perfect. So brutal. Okay, anyway. So Ajax gets killed by the Deviants and Icarus. Eventually, when they kind of get to the point where it's like the emergence is about to happen, that's when he just is like, you know what? I will kill all of you to make this fucking thing happen. Uh, Sprite goes with him because there's this weird love connection that we'll get into later with them. And then Kingo, which was very interesting. We'll talk, I want to talk about that a little bit right now. Who was... He dips out. He leaves. Mm-hmm. Which was strange, you know, because he had the same. I he felt the same as Icarus, but he didn't want to fight. His but he didn't want to fight his family. Yeah. Right. What did you guys think about that whole dynamic? Because that was interesting. I I wasn't like fond that he he got up and dipped. Yeah. But if like at the same time he's like, I'm on homeboy's side. Like let it right. happen, let it ride. And he also doesn't want to scrap him. Like I'm cool with it. I mean, because well, he's because because. 
because because he's saying like if I defend you guys, I'm fighting against him, who's also my family, right? Yeah. But I also believe in his right. cause, so therefore I'm fighting you. You know, it, it, he was it was weird, so he yeah. just kind of dipped. Mm -hmm. What do you think? I thought it was actually cool that they had another side. You know, it wasn't just like black or white. Like mm -hmm. people thought differently in the group, and I thought that that aspect was actually kind of yeah. Cool. They weren't all like, "Hey, let's stop the celestials." It was, you know, definitely like you said, a it good was, mix where one believed in one was going to kill them all for it, and you know, had a, you know, Kingo believed the same thing, but mm -hmm. was not going to fight it. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that was interesting. I mean, when we get to it, uh, Cersei, like I said, it's more of the earth element. She is eventually able to, they join forces and create a unimind as they called it. And she was able to turn the celestial into stone. So stopping the, stopping the, the emergence and saving earth. Delaying it or stopping it? good point it's a good question wow that's a, that's a good point yeah all right um so let's get into what did you like about the movie my likes i think were i think i'll go on off what cy was saying a mm -hmm. little bit is like you know i like some of the characters that came out of it yeah um like some of the characters and then what i liked was that they just showed so much more of what the mcu can do yeah and give us is like is there like not a frozen ass celestial like on Earth that mm -hmm. they everyone knows about now? Like this shit was about to explode. Right. You know I mean, Earth Earth was essentially done. A couple minutes done, and it's cr like, and that happened in an Eternals movie, not yeah. some big Avenger movie. Like yeah. we're like, Earth was almost just fucking ass blasted, mm -hmm. and now people are gonna start to realize it. The multiverse is coming bigger picture of the mcu is gonna hit like you know at home everyone was like oh shit we could be snapped from existence mm -hmm. and now everyone's realizing the the forces behind everything are so much bigger mm -hmm. so mcu moving forward i think it's it's massive yeah so i i, I like that i like there's huge now huge, huge powerful characters yeah. outside of like the god of thunder you know right. what i mean so it's pretty cool yeah I think it gave you a different viewpoint and like like what you said what I liked about it was it was a large scale like attack mass thing that was going down yeah. right even though it was an individual movie it was Avengers like that you know all of Earth is about to get dusted you know yeah um, my biggest thing like I thought the acting was great in the movie um, I was kind of indifferent about it going in like I was like Angelina Jolie in the MCU you know what I mean how committed is she gonna be to something that we love so much you know what yeah. I mean like kind of weird but um the guy that played you know Richard Madden the guy that played Icarus I thought he was fucking phenomenal you know he played that role really well yeah you know it was really emotional at times and um he killed it you know what I mean his that character is very interesting um I think so how it ended with him he ends up, you know, flying into the sun. Essentially telling us he's, he's what we think. Dunzo. What we think. I personally think he could come back. I don't know why. We've seen the MCU I mean, do it some is, weirder shit. It is Richard Madden. He he's a big it. name actor. Yeah. And big character. You know, huge if anyone's a Game of Thrones fan. Yeah. Three seasons of of one of the main guys. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, Red Wedding. Um, but moving forward is he was such a big character in the first movie. Yeah. Having a second movie and beyond without him would be a little strange. That's what I think. Yeah. Like, I almost think he could be, especially I'm the, not saying like Loki like, 
But like they damn near kill Loki like five times. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like he's, you know, an anti Loki's like an anti hero in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? Like he could kind of be that. I, I I like that. And he's, he's a little more extreme. And the Cersei but, yeah. the Cersei connection too is like is really heavy. Heavy. So I think that I could, did that and I did in. like that. You know, there was I liked how each individual character did live their own lives. They're all different in a lot of ways, which is cool. Yeah. You know, Kingo was an actor. You know, he had it was funny with him, you know. Yeah. Um, Faustus, you know, had a life with kids, you know, that Cersei, Cersei was, was a, a teacher, professor, professor, you know, so like that was really cool that they were able to like do those things and experience those things. So I really liked the backstory. I thought it was a great movie. Um, let's get into the dislikes because a lot of likes are going to come All up right. anyway. Yeah. Um, see why obviously you disliked a lot. What, 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 what was it for you that you really disliked? Like, what was the I nail on the head? No, for you? I don't think it was anything. I was like, oh, this is terrible. Or the, I just, I was kind of just like, not blown away by anything. You know what I mean? Like nothing, you know, the fact, I don't, it's really tough to put my finger on something. I really like one aspect I really disliked. I just wasn't really thrilled with anything. If that makes sense. Like nothing really jumped out to me. Um, I didn't like Cersei really as a main leader when they made, they appointed her, you know, like I just, she but do you understand why? I understand why, but okay. like, just her character in general, like I felt like she was showed signs of weakness, you know. Um, and then I, I don't know. I think the ending was kind of weird for me. Like, I think they could have done a lot more and left it open for the Eternals too, to where you're like, well, I can't wait to see that, you know. But okay. I, I don't know. I just not. I wouldn't say like I don't want to be so harsh. Where I was like everything about it was just fucking awful. It's just like. It just didn't do it for me. Like, it just was kind of blah. Here's what I'll say about, you know, like, it wasn't that level of hype or huge that you need for movies. I just, we're, we're just so spoiled now from watching Infinity War and Endgame that I just, we just need to realize that, hey, Thor 2 The Dark World existed. You know what I mean? And, like, a lot of people think that movie's terrible, but, like, I enjoyed it. It was a good movie. You know what I mean? It yeah. added to the story. It was still a good time. And that's how right. we need to appreciate every movie. And you and you have to watch it. Reality yes. Stone, character development. Uh-huh. 100%. Any dislikes from UB? Yeah. What do you got? Major dislike. And it makes sense because we'll get into, you know, cut scenes and, and kind of future theory there. The lack of Kit Harrington, mm. who is one of my favorite actors, who is the Jon Snow mm -hmm. of my favorite TV show. Like, he wasn't in it much, guys. Yeah. Hate yeah. to if you haven't seen it and you're just listening to this for spoilers, he's not in it much. And it fucking bugged me. Mm -hmm. So I would say that one was like the whole movie. Like, where, the, where the fuck's my guy at? Yeah, you were a little annoyed at that. Yeah. yeah. And then I think the other thing that could have probably done away in the movie was um i want to say why why is an eternal a child why is an eternal deaf well i mean that that's that's a fair <laughs> one too but like and they had this like creepy like she's been around for a thousand years but she still has to live through the eyes through a child right yeah and Rude is kind of like a weird, and she was like in love with Icarus. So, yeah. And that and it really yeah. bugged me. It, it was kind of like, it, it rubbed me wrong. I didn't like it at well, all. Well, plus like they kept 
they made that a point. Like she was obviously depressed throughout, and it's like she's she says, yeah. you know, the first scene she you see her, she's, um, you know, she's faking as a adult in a bar. You know what I mean? So it's obviously she wants. But to as be soon older. as she touched it, the you know yeah. illusion went away. So it, it's definitely like a constant theme with her. It's like she's depressed, she's upset that she's a child, and they keep badgering at it, like. Why did Arsha make me this way? You know, yeah. why did Arsha make me this way? It's pretty it's like, stupid, honestly. But we didn't really even get the answer to that either, which is no, pretty unfortunate. Like, and there is no true explanation. And the end of her story is she gets she becomes human. She becomes human, which that's, was that's it. That's a wrap. And my biggest dislike was the weird side story with her being in love with Icarus. Yeah, like hated it. She could have just wanted to be older and just kind of that could have been it. You know what I mean? And that could have been fine. You know what I mean? But like they they added that and it, it just felt really unnecessary to me. Like they just they wanted to make her more of a character. Yeah. Did you guys and like I just no, felt and she was pretty relevant. And, and you know, that is one of my dislikes. So I mean, which is fair because a lot of people are gonna watch and be like, that's kind of fucking weird. Mm-hmm. But what about you? Like dis like that one, that was, I mean, outside honestly, of that. Honestly, that was my biggest one. Okay. I just felt that was very unnecessary and not really useful. I mean, I've heard a couple things, like people a lot of said that, you know. The timeline jumping back and forth really wasn't, um, you know, they, they just they felt hard to follow at times. Kind of the jumping yeah. back and forth, the different places. I actually really enjoyed that. I, you know, if, if you're locked into any movie, you know what I mean. You you can stay along. Um, the one death that really hurt me, and it's gonna be an underrated death for me, is Gilgamesh dying. Man. Yeah, Gilgamesh yeah. was a good dude. He deserved better than that, man. He did. Like, and well, reason uh, being is throughout the movie, Thena Angelina dude. Jolie is a fucking head case. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And she like mad weary. Yeah. Start lose starts losing it. Mm-hmm. And when they had separated and gone through their lives, Gilgamesh stayed with Bro. her because they wanted to erase her mind. And Gilgamesh is like, I'll take no, care of I'll, her. Because that means she'll forget everything, mm-hmm. right. including them. And Gilgamesh like, I'll take care I'll take of her care so of she her. can remember her life. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you grow fond of his kind of love for her. Yeah. And his kind of, you know. And dude, he took care of her big, for, you know. Big brother stance. 2,000 years or whatever it was after they all split up. Yeah. And even like before that scene, they're like talking. And she's like, you know, thank you for doing this. And he was just like, I'd do it again. Any plan at any time. And I'm just like, this fucking guy. The dude. Loved him. So that was a really, really rough death. Oh, you know what I didn't like? Forgot to mention this one. Um, the fact that they made a big deal about that one specific deviant, like, you know, gaining powers and getting stronger. Went from, you know, a creature to, to a creature eventually that a human had a brain, somewhat, human talk. And then just gets sliced up and it was over. Athena just fucking she's, put it she on. sliced him up, which is cool, and I and I get that. Yeah, but like they made a big deal about that one. Wasn't a big enough guy. battle. I like right. Like I almost feel like maybe you leave him alive, like that one specifically for the next movie as well. Yeah, you know, what I mean that would add to something moving forward. It was just like you made this, you made this like deviant, like powerful, like he's got powers now, and then you just sliced him up in ten minutes after that. Yeah, no, I I like that. I guess for that way. Did it bug you? It kind of bugged me, like, Jon Snow's character. What's his name? His name was Dane in the movie. Dane. Whitman. Yeah. Like, how kind of okay he was when he first sees a deviant for the first time? Where it's like, you're not completely panicking that there's this creature on planet Earth? I feel like Earth I think he knew, though. Yeah, Sprite had told him stories. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, after you see I don't think he was completely shocked. He yelled and ran. No, but like, 
imagine seeing a deviant when you have no idea these creatures even exist. But but here's the thing though, you have to think about Earth post Na- post, post blip. snap post everything. Yeah. They things are, are on TV, that's, man, and that's what I was saying is they're really in tune. Yeah, they must be. Yeah, they're really in tune to way more than what's going on. I feel like on. everyone was like kind of like, oh, it's like another creature, I guess. But I feel like yeah, that's kind of a thing on Earth. It now, must honestly. be. Yeah, I think All so. Right. All right, we obviously talked about a lot of the powers and the Eternals. Um, question after you guys is if you could ha- be an eternal, which one would you be? Whose powers would you have? It's hard for me not to say, um, who's the, what's his, the mind reader? Druig. Druig. Yeah. That would be incredible, but also painful, especially in giving his position, which made him so upset. Mm-hmm. It's like during these world wars and different things, yeah. he was like, I can make this all stop. Yeah. But, I probably, I probably still stick with it. I think that he, and he he was talking not on a village level. He was talking a universe level. Oh yeah, he was talking. He was very convinced he could stop all these people from fighting. He's interesting. He's someone that I could see potentially maybe even being maybe the most influential Eternal, if that makes sense moving forward. Yeah. Okay. Like I know Cersei made might have been well, the leader eventually in this one to save we'll, Earth. We'll, but we'll get into that cutscene. He, I mean, he's. He's left, really. Yeah, no, he's there. Yeah. So we'll get in the cutscene at the end. But um, Drew was an interesting character, too, because, again, he was the first one to leave Ajax, was obviously the most rebellious. And then he was kind of an asshole seeing them again. Yeah. But, you know, funny, playful. But at the same time, you know, he's he's a little bit of a dickhead. Did you guys like him? What do you think of his character? I, I liked it. Yeah, you liked him? Yeah, I thought he was fine. I, was... I just thought it was funny when they're going back and forth talking shit to Kingo, the actor. And he was just like, Oh, Kingo, you know what I mean? You care about these people. You're just a fucking actor. And he's like, I've directed shit. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, how many views? Like they're going back and forth. <laughs> I thought that was, that scene was really funny. It had some good. It had some good, you know, comedic humor. I thought Kingo was really funny too. See why? Who would you be? Probably Icarus. Yeah. I mean, he was just a dude. Chalk. I know it's chalky, but I like. Super I, chalky. I like Kingo though too. K. Morg. Uh. I mean, I like Icarus as far as like the powers. Yeah. Uh, Gilgamesh got to live in. Do we think he's, he got to fuck Athena? <laughs> I think it's, you friend, think it's strictly friend, friendly. 2000 year friend zone. Oh, that sucks. That's brutal. Because like if that's the case, then you might want to be Druig. Even though he dies. Or not Druig. I mean Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, but we're talking about powers, not who he fucked Kevin. <laughs> Well, why aren't we talking about it? <laughs> uh, just strictly power. Well, if that's the case, Icarus is a lock. He oh, definitely, definitely fucks Cersei. Yo, he fucks. They showed him fuck yeah. Cersei. That was, that was in Spoiler an MCU alert. movie. You do get a low-key sex scene. Sex scene like, in an in MCU. Yeah, that was surprising. Maybe that's why it's bad rating. Yeah, that's that's fucked up. Um, <laughs> but, but powers alone, like, okay, well, whose life would you have taken then? Life? If you could be them. I would probably go be, you know, I mean, she's a female, but I'd probably be like the professor route, like Cersei, Cersei actor. Yeah. Some of those Bollywood chicks were kind of smoked too. No one's talking about that. The dancing scene. No, no one's talking about it. No one's talking about. No, it. yeah, no, I'm talking. About I would it. go be the professor. I like Kingo. I, I like his life. Like he lived a fucking good life. Yeah, he was having. He's got fun. a fucking G six. He's chilling. Oh God. Which brings me to my next question. All right, you got fuck, kill, Mary. Athena, Ajax, Cersei, Angelina Jolie, the characters again. Yeah, okay, the characters. Athena, Cersei, and Ajax. I'm going to kill Athena. 
You're gonna kill Angelina what? Jolie. Wow. Head case. It's kind of hot. Fuck Ajax. Ooh. And, and Mary Cersei. Mary Are you Cersei. kidding me? He's a fucking smoke. I Cersei? Am, I'm going to kill Cersei. What is wrong with you? Damn. I'm, I'm going to fuck Dana. <laughs> Mary, Mary Ajax. There was a scene. Okay, so unfortunately, like, wow. This, you know what's funny? They're all different races, too. Yeah. So, and like, this would go against the curve for me is, like, based on the characters, you th- I think I would kill Ajak, which is beyond for me because she's obviously Latina, and that's just everything. <laughs> so, probably fucking <laughs> Thena and marrying Cersei. Um, Cersei. 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 Um, so, yeah. Well, moving on. But moving on. <laughs> Fuck. Moving on, yeah, that one that had to be talked about, though. I mean, there was some smoke eternals. There was absolutely. What do you think? Because you you also had a little bit of a connection between uh, Druig and Makari. Little thing going on there. What do you think of that? Not talked about. Not talked about. Honestly, they definitely love each other. I watched other. the movie twice. They love each other. I kind of fucked with it. I thought it was kind of cool. I think they like they were like vibing. I think they realized like they're immortal. I feel like they had an on and off thing. I'm down with them. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. She was kind of cute too. Like they were like vibing. Speedster? I was like, fuck yeah. Speedster could fight. Yeah. I take everything back. You want me to speed? T- I'm be a speedster. Okay. Dude, she could fight. Yeah. Like at one point when, you know, she needed to scrap up Icarus, like she held her own for a little bit. I'll give her that. Um, So B, you got here. Rate the movie one to 10 and where would you rank it in the MCU? Okay. Uh, movie wise, I'm going to give it a five. Yikes. And, like 10 is Infinity War. 10 is one Infinity is, War. One is Captain Marvel. No, no, no. Like, I don't have an MCU out of one. Like okay. a movie. Not There's not one MCU movie that screams to me like deserves lower than a four. Okay. So five would be like you're in the, you know, Captain Marvel, Thor 2. Oh, wow. Kinda. So you have this on the lower end. It's It's on the lower end for me. But I also, it's hard. We always do this. We have to rewatch an MCU movie before we make these these ratings. I have rewatched this. You have. Yeah, I watched. Interesting. It. So I, I, I want thought you rewatched it. No. Oh, no, you no, didn't. No. Okay. I want your rankings then. Okay. And then MCU, as far as like the MCU, well, like I kind of said, it. he's gonna have it dead last. I, I'll give it middle of the packed, low end. I'm gonna give it a four out of ten. Wow. Um, but my scale is a little bit different than B's. I actually really like what B said on his scale. But I think you can give movies in the MCU as low as two. Mm. So if I okay. give movies low as two, I have this as a four. Wait, Wait, so you have fair. a two MCU movie? Captain I, Marvel? No, I didn't hate Captain Marvel as much as you did. I don't. I just didn't like it. I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. I hated Thor 2. Like, I fucking did not like Thor 2. Natalie, I, Natalie Portman's everything. And it's, I mean, yeah, so I fit, I, I, I put it in the lower tier, like the, yeah, the lower tier of the MCU. Guardians 2, Eternals, pretty similar for me. I'm not a big Guardians 2 fan. That's going to fire K more the fuck up. No. I actually understands. don't love Guardians 2. I'm looking at the, uh, the Rotten Tomato rankings for for movies yeah it's surprising 
Anyway, what's yours? What's your ranking on this movie? One ten, and then kind of related to your MCU. Uh, I'm gonna pack. give it. I'm gonna give it like a six and a half. Okay, six and a half. Like it was an enjoyable movie for me. And give me a MCU comparison where like where it sits. It would sit right around. Uh, oof. Maybe like a Spider-Man Homecoming. Maybe a little Whoa. lower than that. Okay. What the fuck? I mean, so here, we're going to do our own homework and redo our list. We're going to redo our list. Okay. Uh, we'll we'll yeah. do that. We'll do that a different That's day. just off the top of my head. Yeah. I would That's say, fair. damn, because I'm thinking like, God, I love all the Thors. Well, uh, you know, it's it's above like the dark world. You know, it's above the dark yeah. world, but it's below or it's lower than like Iron Man 2. And, and a little lower than probably Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. It's kind of in there. Okay. But That's I have fair. Far From we're Home gonna, higher. We're, <sighs> far From Home is fucking phenomenal. Love Far From Home. Okay. Interesting. Because, yeah, we need, we need to redo the list, especially that we're in phase four. Yeah. Um, let's talk cutscenes. Yep. Let's talk cutscenes. So the first one we get the Eternals, Athena, uh, Makari, and Druig. Druig. Well, actually, before that, we have to talk about okay. Arsham, who uh, wipes. Did he wipe their memory? I think he wiped the memory of No, I think Cersei. he just took him. He just took him. He's just taking him? He just took I don't know him. why I thought he wiped their memory. He okay. might have, but... So Kingo, he takes Kingo, uh, Cersei, and uh, and Faustus. Yeah. Because Sprite is now human. I don't think she was yeah, a part Arsham of Yeah, Arsham comes ab- above Earth. Says, Everyone sees it. Yeah, you you stopped it. Because, I mean, they defied him. Yeah, he's what he pissed. What he wanted to do. He's pissed. So he takes I, thought he, I thought he wiped their memory, but anyway. Could have. He might have. Anyway, so that happens. And then the rest of them, Fina, Makari, and Druid go on the ship. They're going to look for other Eternals and kind of talk to them, let them know about what's been happening and kind of see what's been going and, on. And help find theirs. Yes. So correct. So and on that voyage, they're like, it's been it's been two weeks now. We haven't heard from them. And then Thena's like, it's probably Arsham. He got her. Yeah. All of a sudden they start feeling something coming on the ship. Turns out it is a I don't know what the first guy is. He's like a drunk leprechaun type guy. No idea. And he announces a, well, they announce him first as Star Fox. Yeah. Played by Harry Styles. He's, he destroyed, I don't know, Roger somebody. He, he lifts off a bunch of his accomplishments and says that his name is Aros and also that he is the brother of Thanos. Which obviously is a... Thanos. Yeah. Who, which is obviously a big bomb. Yeah, I mean, what did we have on that alone? So, then he announces he's an eternal. I believe. I think he says that. Yeah. Yeah, I think he does. He says like I'm like you, and then he also has the sphere that Ajax used to communicate with Arsham. Yes. So meaning that he was probably the prime eternal yeah. as well. So one, not gonna judge the casting yet, because I really because I think he's going to be Eternals two or whatever movie comes next with that storyline major part yeah brother thanos euros crazy it's nuts that's crazy it really hyped me up like why does he look normal why does he look yeah. human is, and that is, was my th- question and is thanos an eternal that was also my question i think yes but does that make thanos a good guy no don't i don't want to go into that rabbit hole right now it is a rabbit hole. If he's an should we not ask that? No, let's not just, go into just, that. We don't have to go into today. it. We just got to ask But that's it. a full episode of just Marvel theories and conversations. Right, okay. But but 
it is strange that yes, like he is implied that he's an internal, but he's also a brother of Thanos, which implies that Thanos yeah. was an internal, which would make sense. That's why they don't look alike. Yeah. So this is but so this is where weird. I so this is where I disagreed with what CY said earlier in the episode is the end of the movie, the cutscene made me so excited for the next movie. Okay. Like I know there's there's a plan in place. They stopped this. The Celestials are all powerful. Gods are pissed. Yeah. They took them. They're doing this. And the Eternals are going to get a bunch more Eternals to fight these all powerful gods. Like this could be, you know, next level shit. Eternals 2 is going to be tight. It's going to be fucking tight. I actually really like where they're going with that storyline. I, I just went out on a rabbit hole in my own mind. Yeah, of course. About Thanos being an eternal and potentially a good guy about him potentially saving quote unquote Titan from the celestial kind of thing. Oh God. It just, it's blowing my own mind in my own head right now. And they found a way to say, well, Cody wanted to it, ask it. Should we just fucking ask it or no, what? It's, it's, no, it's too much. Too, I, I, too in my much. head, it would take 50 minutes. Just it to explain I just did in All my right. head. But anyway, I, I really like, like you, like you said, I'm not going to shit on the casting right not now. Not yet. You know, uh, Harry Styles, it is what it is at this point. But also, Marvel has never disappointed me with the casting yet. Also true. True. Like, even like I said, with the star power in this movie, it's only right that they add another big name yeah. with Harry Styles. So it's fine. Um, but it was, I, I'm with you. Like, it it led to something that I think will be great for Eternals 2. And to your point also, whatever, if, if the celestial thing is going to be true, then the next big Avengers movie or whatever it's going to be is going to be nuts. nuts. Like it, I can't even imagine It'll be nuts. what the villain will be. I can't like with all of these characters and all of the stuff that we've been introduced in phase four, like it will be insane. Yeah, it will be absolutely insane. I think Eternals built on that, which is why yeah. I liked this movie so much. And I and I like the what it looks like will be the main cast would be Angelina Jolie, Thena, uh, mm-hmm. Druig. And Macari, uh, Macari mm-hmm. which I like that little trio. Mm-hmm. I like them too. Yeah, I like that a lot. But wasn't bad. But um, so that's cut scene one. Let's get to cut scene two. Introduce your boy Dane. What's his last name? Whitworth. Whit- Whitman. 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 Whit- Dane Whitman. Who before Sar- uh, Cersei is taken, he says to her, "My, I have a little bit of a family history as well." Right. Yeah, it's a little bit more complicated. A little more and, complicated. And to note. In the very beginning of the movie, she gave him a, f- a ring, ring for his, of family, his crest. family crest. So it's it's a deep lineage. Yeah. So, and that then the movie ends and Cersei gets taken. Well, mm-hmm. the second cutscene is he's in front of this box, and they teased, and it's a, a box with a sword in it, and they teased the sword earlier in the movie. Yeah. Where they're on the ship, trying to game plan, and she had Athena has a sword. Yeah, and it's like, oh, it's. Uh, King Arthur or something like yeah. that. And they're like, oh, he had a crush on you. You know what I mean? They mm-hmm. play off his joke, but it's like, sums up. So he had the sword. And sums I forget up. what what it read on the, the box or whatever. Ebony blade. The ebony blade. And on the box, it said. All that uh, awaits oh, yes. you is death. All that awaits you is death. Yes. And he's like, Cersei just got taken from me, which was a love interest throughout the movie. But. Mm-hmm. And then right before Imagine he her having yeah. to choose between Icarus and him, tough, tough, a couple of handsome dudes. So, and then right before he grabs it, um, a voice, a voiceover, it says, "Are you sure you're sure ready, ready for that, up. Mr. Whitman?" So, and then that's it. That's the cut scene. 
and to everyone's you know knowledge is he got casted and you could see it from months before the movie as the black knight yeah yeah and it had the whole movie like i complained about like oh he was not in it mm-hmm. and then there's no nothing of a black knight so this was the teaser like okay he is the black knight this is what's probably going to give him his powers you know what I mean, and my questions are like, is he gonna have a solo movie? Like, he is that big of a guy. Ooh. You know what I mean? Is he just an Eternals two character? Because he was so underplayed in this movie until a cutscene. But that's intentional, and that's why I told you at the end, you yeah. know, to calm you down a little bit. Is this movie and why I liked it so much is that it added so many characters in Eternals, and it added Celestials, it added Star Fox, it added so yeah. much there, but it also added. Black Knight. Black Knight, which is going to be another huge portion of it. Yeah. He might get, you know what, a TV and then True. then adds it's to Eternals 2. Disney, Disney and it, it Plus adds. TV shows are rolling. Right, and I could see something like that. So yeah, I think I Black Knight will be huge. I'm, I'm excited for the character. Um, obviously, like I said, it, the cutscene itself, like it didn't tell us too much because we kind of knew what was coming anyway. But, but it, 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 it confirmed gave, that it's happening. Yeah. Like he is Black Knight well, and he is going to It gave us happen. all pissed off fans who read that Kit Harrington was going to be a Black Knight for months before the movie. Right. Something. Yes, exactly. And then the voice. I got to talk about it. Who's the voice? We, you know, we went through discussion and then finally it's it's leaked online confirmed. Kevin, yeah, Feige already said. It is. It's uh, Blade. Blade, the new actor for mm-hmm. the Blade movie. Yeah. Now, Which that, is, we could go down a rabbit hole with that, but we're probably one confirming Kit Harrington Black Knight's going to be in Blade. Yeah. Almost guaranteed. And vice that's, versa. That, yeah, and vice versa. That's almost guaranteeing yeah. it. And now it's weird because we grew up with this like we grew up West, Wesley, Wesley Snipes, Snipes Blade, Blade yeah, vampire who, killer who that didn't give us it wasn't a superhero movie you know like it didn't give us no, that it's like an anti-hero you know what I mean but it also, he's also didn't give us like enough you didn't know it was DC when you watched that movie oh. do you know or I mean Marvel sorry no, I, I had no idea I had no idea so I watched all of those movies as a kid adding Blade into this world is nuts. And that's what I'm saying. That is nuts. There's so much that Marvel is fucking juggling yeah. that it's huge. It's huge. It's but they blowing also, up my but freaking they also, mind. But they also have movies to keep it dialed. So I'm not oh, pan- yeah. I'm not panicking that it's overblown. Right. Oh no. Everything so is that, super I mean, dialed. And that's that's our two cutscenes in Eternals. And that I mean that's Eternals for the most part. We kind of covered, I feel like most of the so movie, much. we're going to yeah. get so much more from this, though. It was literally yeah. the scraping the top of what we're going to get from Eternals moving forward. Unbelievable. And MCU. So let's move on to the other movie. Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Chi. Um, you changed your name to Sean? No wonder he found you. So any of you that have kids are listening to this. Nice seeing Sisu. What? In this movie. You didn't watch. Uh, you didn't watch uh, what the Disney movie with the dragons. Raya. Raya. Sisu. I've never seen Raya. You never seen Raya? I haven't either, but I no. just I knew oh. a dragon. So she's Sisu. Are she's you the sure? she's the voice of Sisu. Yes, hundred percent. Who is Katie? Uh, yeah, yeah, Katie. Katie, the best friend. The best. Oh, friend. you're talking about Aquafina? Yes, she's yeah, Sisu. she's in everything right now. All right, but she's like a huge part of. She's the Raya, Raya dragon. Okay. She's CC. I guess. So. Never seen it. MCU. Great movie. MCU. All right. Regardless. So, Shang-Chi. Just watched it, actually. I didn't see it in the movie theater. I had to wait for it to come to Disney Plus. So I was able to watch it over the weekend. 
fuck, this is a good movie. Um, let's get into it. Martial arts master Shang-Chi um, confronts the past he taught. He thought he left behind when he was drawn into the web of mysterious Ten Rings organization. Um, came more overall storyline in this movie was, you know, the Ten Rings, the village of Tai Lao. That's how that's what it was. Yeah, Tai Lao's where, where, where his mom where his, raised. Where, okay, yeah, that's the village of Tai Lao. Dad met the mom so, in Tai Lao. Right. So the story is obviously the father is a. He's a man. But he's also an eternal man because of the Ten Rings. Ten Rings. Ten Rings has given him eternal life, essentially. And he has conquered civilizations. He's He's gone through. They said he's had the rings for about a thousand years. He's about a thousand years yeah. old. right? And his main goal is power and money. Of course. Yeah. Well, power domination. You know, and he has a terrorist organization that we've seen throughout other MCU movies, but haven't really gone into it or connected it to the, until this movie. Right. Yeah. He then the father then, you know in his pursuit of power goes to an ancient place called Tao Lo, where he knows that they get their power from a mystical creature, the dragon that they have, right? Where he meets his wife who has a different form of, you know, Kung Fu martial arts, whatever you call it. And the two of them fall in love and have Shang-Chi and Zayling and Zayling. But we don't even know about Zayling until later, right. which is interesting. And that's the one thing I did like about this movie was, they gave us bits and pieces of the story throughout without giving us everything. Yeah. You know, it was it was well paced in that way. And so moving on, you know, you see the that was the flashback of, you know, the Ten Rings going to Tai Lao and seeing all that part of it. So then you see Shang-Chi modern day living in San Francisco. Post blip. Post blip. Yeah. Post blip. Post blip. He works out of as a valet. Isn't it cool that everything is now post blip? I know. I love that. Like it's like this is post blip. Like yeah. The blip has happened. People are talking about the blip. Yeah. People are talking about it. So he's a valet with his best he's friend. Li- he's living in San Francisco. Yeah. Living yeah, in modern day San Francisco. Oh, at least at LA. Nah. Uh, modern in San Francisco with his best friend Katie. Mm-hmm. Um and you're kind of learning about him. Like you see that he's jacked, but that's all you kind of know. And then Yeah, he wakes up shirtless and, and like good body. And he's doing some push ups. Do some, some knock some push ups out. You can you, tell they, his apartment's they te- a little they tease, He puts up like he's putting up a nice suit. Yeah. And yeah. They, they tease that he's coming out of the sports car and then the dude throws him the keys. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was a pretty funny scene. They show early on him looking at, you know, a postcard with a dragon on it. And he looks at it, kind of reads it, has, you know, a foreign language written on it, which we believe is Chinese, Mandarin. We don't. It's Chinese. It's Mandarin. Mandarin. Yes. So, you know, all of a sudden they're they're going through like introducing Katie, introducing him a little bit. And then we get the bus scene. Yeah. It's pretty implied that they're kind of, I wouldn't say underachievers, but you know, right. they kind of just, they have their valet job and they just go Satisfied. out and party. Yeah. Party Satisfied. just doing their thing. You know, it is what it so, is. They have pressure from her mom to do stuff. And then we get the bus scene. So which, they get, they get attacked yeah. and they go after Shang-Chi and they go after his necklace, which is like a, a, a pennant a left pennant. from his mom. Yeah. A green pennant. Yeah. Um, he, then you see that he's not just a normal dude. He's trained. He's a fighter. A bad motherfucker. And he's fighting a bad motherfucker with mm-hmm. a sword for an arm. Razor fist. Razor fist. And shitty character. He Yeah, shitty character. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So he ends up losing the pennant. And then we, we he, yeah. say, he says, I got to go protect my sister because the guy makes a comment to him like, you and your sister deserve what's coming. Yes. Yeah. So he says... 
he knows that the sister wrote him the postcard. So then he goes out yeah. to uh, Mangalore. I think that's what this place is. Something close to that. Yeah, something um, like that. But yeah, so and then Katie's persistent that I'm going this, with you. This best friend that she's known half his life mm-hmm. is this fucking crazy assassin yeah, he, fighter. Yeah, he she wants answers. So she wants answers, and they get on the plane, and we yeah. get a full backstory of his childhood. And basically, the father had given up the ten rings. The mother had given up being in Talao. Mm-hmm. And to raise a family together. And the mother was killed. And the father turns full-blown back to... Well, and we don't know how she was killed. Yeah, it doesn't... We don't know yet. It's not, interesting. Not it's just, during it's this... It's just she died. It yeah, wasn't like right. she was murdered, killed. It was just mom's dead. Mm-hmm. And then the dad obviously goes back into his Ten Rings mode. Yeah. Training him to be an assassin. Which, ten Rings, League, League of Shadows vibes. League of Shadows vibes. For sure. League of Shadow vibes. I love that. Um, so, you know, and then it showed that him as a, a young child is trained, mm-hmm. beaten, whipped, and trained harder to be the be the best. And he gets assigned an assignment to go assassinate someone at, you know, 16 years old, 15 years old, and never comes back. Yeah. And they're on this plane while they're flying, you know, flying to go find the sister and that's how we get that like little backstory of his little childhood, which mm-hmm. I fucking loved. Sick, loved that part. Super sweet. And they end up, where are I don't know, forget. Oh, but they end up at the Golden Tiger Club. I want to say that. I say that right? Uh, yeah, I don't remember what the name of the club was. Which is a underground underground fight, fight club. club. Fight club. Yeah, badass for for you know dark web internet. Yeah, people can bet all that stuff. I was like, if that was real. We'd bet on that all day, all the time. Oh, and the, but the best scene from that is you see the main fight Wong. before he fights. You see yeah. Wong. Yeah, Wong and Abomination. Wong and the yeah. Abomination fight, and they but they're also like look like they're friendly. They're boys. Too. Yeah, yeah, they trained no together. No fucking clue what was going sweet. on in that thing. Same no camp. explanation. I want to yeah, know the same camp. Yeah, I want to know what's going on with that because we're obviously gonna get Wong and I assume Spider Man. Wong is from the trailer. Wong is in everything. Wong. I know. Like Wong, Wong and Doctor Strange. Big. Well, and you know, now who, you know who Wong is right now? Yeah. It's uh, Happy. Loki. Happy? Oh, he's bigger than Happy. He's bigger than Happy. Happy was in everything at one point. Uh, true. You had Happy Just Iron Man's, and Spider-Man's, Spider-Man's, yeah, Avengers. Avengers. Yeah, but that's what about what Wong's no. doing right now. Wong's got powers. That full fucking. No, I'm just saying, like his character is kind of similar. Like, Wong also talks a lot more than Happy. And Wong is a Sorcerer Supreme fucking apprentice. Okay. Happy was a main a part of Spider-Man. I would not call him a main part. I, I would. Far yeah, from home. Far from home? He picked him up on a plane once. He talks he, to him the whole movie. The whole homecoming. They, they're texting. Don't bug they're the kid. They're talking the whole it's movie. It's a fucking relationship buildup. Anyway, Wong, we're Wong's off. a dude. And I love Happy. Don't yeah. make me disrespect Happy. Anyway. You are disrespectful. So anyway, happy. so the main fight. They so he, he, they sign him up. He has no idea what he's doing. He signs this thing. He's looking for a sister. And they're like, you're the fucking train guy. You're three million views in fucking two days. Like you're you're gonna fight, uh, bus boy. So he goes and he meets his sister in the ring. He did, he's not really fighting her. Yeah, she just beats the she, fuck out. She of him beats the fight. fuck out of him. But we learn from that. It's a little flashback right before she fuck kicks him in the face. She did, he did stress. You know he did stress. Yeah, he left her. Left her fucking as a, a little teenage kid. Yeah. So that's why she's pissed. Mm-hmm. But, so they, then, end of the scene, they start going after him, and you know, long story short, you know, 
you start finding out more and more information about their family. And Shang-Chi was so tormented as a kid by his dad to be this super soldier assassin trained night and day, you know, was punching wood until his hands were bleeding, kicking it till his freaking shins were bleeding. And his sister was kind of an afterthought, you know, the dad, they said the dad didn't like her because uh, she reminded him so much of the mom that she, it hurt him too much, pretty much to have a relationship with her. And all she wanted to really do was she wanted to be a fighter. She wanted to train with her brother. So she was. And, and she, she was training in the background. And, yeah, at night. So you we know? You know, so we learned she's also a fucking badass. She's a badass. Yeah. But, you but know, either way, I mean, they, they, they get ambushed. They get the pendants. And they get captured by the dad. Eventually, we find out that this whole... You know, pursuit to get them, the pendants and all of it is, is the dad's hearing, hearing the mother and he is he believes that he's speaking with her and he thinks that she's being held captive at Talo. And it really is interesting because it's like this. This interesting ends up being like an interesting love story of just the father being so hurt and depressed. He's just about, going through grief. Yeah. It's the just, death yeah. of his wife that happened, you know, almost 18 years ago. Or I think it was 10 years ago. 10, yeah. And he just wanted to get her back that bad, man. I mean, mm-hmm. broken heart. So they he had captured uh, Shang-Chi and um, the sister. And so they found out his plan. He wanted to go to Tai Lao and l- release what he believed to be their mother. And he finds out that there's one time of the year. Was it a week? Like no, a it's a day. A day. One day. One day every three years. It opens up because they show in the beginning of the movie how, how tough it is to get there, um, where it opens up and he can get in. So they they end up, long story, they break out. They find out there's another way to get in from this little character. What, what was the name of that little fucking thing? Morris. Morris. Morris, Morris is from Tai Lao, who's also captured, said they can get in. So they go there to get to Tai Lao to let them know and protect them protect uh what is it the dweller or what is the soul sucker the soul sucker the soul sucker the dweller something dweller in darkness dweller in darkness that is trapped behind this gate that is in an alternate dimension and that's what we find some out wild, this is wild shit but that's what it we turns f- from like assassin movie to some fucking magical weird shit and that's what we find out is calling ten rings the dad he's calling as her voice because that's what we find out from their aunt, the mom's sister, that's what that thing does. Yeah. It calls and it whatever it can to be released. Mm-hmm. Right. So and it feeds off souls. Let's get into it. All right. Obviously it's 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 one of those movies like it's just got a lot to break down and a lot to get into because like you said, like it's an assassin, but it's also very mystical and it's got a lot going on to it. I yeah. mean did you like the story? Did you like kind of how much it involved? What was your thoughts on all that? This was, this is not going out on a limb and saying this is one of my favorite storytelling movies in the MCU. Wow. Um, it was a shock. Because, I, I, I mean, like we've talked about, you know, this, I knew little to nothing about the character. Mm-hmm. in this comic per se before watching this movie so to like learn at the end of this the that the mother and the 
you know, village of Talal got their empowerment, how she was able to defeat the dad in the in a fight in the beginning with the dude with 10 rings, mm -hmm. which is supposed to be an all-powerful artifact. Mm -hmm. She was able to defeat them by the empowerment of the great protector, a dragon. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then, so the, to go into this, and we get some, like, massive creature fights, this mystical village, like, it, it was wild to me. And then also give me League of Shadow vibes. This this storytelling and leading into, a, you know, obviously a second one that's going to dig, you know, probably deeper into what we know about Talao and the Great Protector and stuff was amazing. It was unbelievable to me. Yeah. I just really liked how, yes, there were so many elements to me. And it wasn't... Uh... I know, there's a lot of movies that can you can have so much information that it's almost like scrambling and it's too fast paced and you're not getting enough of it. Yeah. I did not feel that way at all in this movie. I thought it was great. I thought we got a good mix of everything and we got we got everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we got stories, we got everything. And it's like even the stuff where I thought like, okay, they're gonna stop the dad from breaking you know the soul sucker out and it's gonna be okay, and we'll get that maybe in like a Shang-Chi 2 or something like that. But it's like, no. No. We got him out. The dweller came the dweller out. The dweller came out. Fucking yeah. the massive dragon, you know, beast. the whole situation, yeah. the soul suckers happened. You know what I mean? Like, we got everything. You know what I mean? So, like, it was, like, almost overwhelming. I'm like, holy shit. And this is another climax? And yeah. then another climax? I'm like, Jesus. And then we get the great protector. Exactly. So like, he comes out. so much nonsense. Not nonsense, but, you know, we just get so much story, you know, yeah. and everything. And what I liked about just kind of the setup by the MCU and Marvel and everything, and you mentioned it before, is that the previews and everything that we watched before didn't give us any of this. Nothing. It gave us nothing, which to me, I really enjoy because I like going yeah. into that movie not knowing a lot and just letting the movie and the story tell me what's going to happen. I, you know, I really thought this movie through just strictly trailers was going to be about which it was, like, don't get me wrong, but the organization and the mm. rings itself. Right. Mm, I don't know much about the rings. I'll tell you what. Which is fair. Which is fair, but it also, you know, we'll get into it, leads me to believe we're going to. Oh, yeah. Which is awesome. But, yeah, I thought this movie is all about to be these ten rings, and we kind of known the organization's name through, you know, Iron Man mm -hmm. 3. Yeah, and the things Mandarin, like, yeah. they talked about all that and stuff. And things yeah. like really that. Cool. So it was, it was interesting that the, we thought we knew what we were going to watch. We had no fucking clue. Right, exactly. See, what any any dislikes from either of you guys? I mean, obviously, we've, there's a lot to like about this movie. I can tell by just by talking to everybody, we really enjoyed this movie. Yeah. Anything to dislike that stood out to you? No, I mean, I really liked it. I think, you know, it would have been, I mean, I thought it was the same. It gave me really, the Tai Lao really gave me like Wakanda vibes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It was like a fair, different, know, hard different, to, yeah, hard to get to. You can't get to it. Like you, you can't get to it. They're powerful people inside. They know their their way of life. Mm -hmm. They know how they want, and then they also have a secret kind of weapon. You know, like Wakanda makes vibranium. They have this the dragon scale scale mm -hmm. that they turn into weapons. They use okay. it. So oh, that's cool. That's a fair I, point. I thought yeah. I got it very Wakanda vibe. So I really like that. I thought, you have a favorite scene. I mean, I just have like a scene in my head. I watched this movie the other day on Disney Plus, and the scene obviously once we find out that his mission, you know, was to you know kill the guy that killed his mother. So we get that whole backstory. But like after it happened, after the mother is killed, the dad takes him to go 
and watch him basically kill the gang. Like the dad's acting in this movie was so fucking good, dude. Like he did such a great job of like, like you said, like he was going through grief and the pain and he was so powerful and stuff. Like I thought he was fucking great. That, that, that scene movie. was unbelievable. The movie was hard. That, that, was, hard that was, that was, wow. That's underrated. Yeah. I mean, the bus, the bus scene was really was cool. insane yeah. because did, you you didn't really know what you're going to get. Yeah, I just thought the, insane. the martial arts in general was like, it was so smooth. It was next level. It was like, next it was like they were dancing at times that they were fighting so yeah. like clean and like so much training on it i just thought it was well it was cool, cool too because we never really got that part of the mcu right it's like all of the fighters that we right. have in the mcu you know captain america and like all those guys it's all like, it's like brute physical strength beating people up you know what i mean or like guns or weapons or powers that the mcu yeah. had. we didn't have like hand-to-hand martial art like combat. black black widow would probably be like a, the closest one to yeah. like an assassin hand-to-hand combat and it's not close what, to Shang-Chi. One thing I do like that Marvel does a great job with is implementing these bigger-than-life characters in everyday world and making them normal people at times or yeah. semi-normal. Mm-hmm. And they did a really good job of that in this. And I thought that was cool. And then like they bring Katie along and she just kind of shoots some bows and actually saves them. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, th- I, it was good. It was So, that um, that's going to go off my dislike, though. The, my, I think my one dislike was katie hitting you know hitting the dweller with the fucking arrow in the in the throat yeah like come on oh, like she's the one that hit it yeah, yeah i don't like that either yeah that's that like always that. tends to kind of happen where it's like the unsuspecting person is the one that gets it done where it's like you've been shooting arrows for like four days if right. that actually might have been like two days no it happens time and time again in movies so i i was like kind of expecting it which i yeah. was like a definitely but I mean, there's so many, you know, great scenes, obviously the fight scene between father and son and the scene that was all obviously really interesting, too, that we didn't get into at all is I really thought it was interesting because this whole time you have this dynamic between Shang-Chi and, you know, his father versus his mother and kind of how he was raised. And his father is this, you know, evil, you know, person dominating, you know, empires, all this stuff. And his mother is obviously, you know, her form of martial arts is very loving and kind and different. She's this kind, gentle person. And it's like, he's kind of a blend of the two, but, and then he's kind of getting to himself and he's in his feels in that one scene where he's reflecting on his life because his aunt tells him like, well, who are you? You know I mean? Do you know who you are? And he's thinking about it. Cause you go to learn that he did actually. And that's where I was going. Yeah. Like he, you know, he, cause he never, he didn't, he just shook his head when Katie asked, did you complete that mission mm-hmm. to go kill the guy that killed your mother? But it turns out he did. Right. Which is, which was, which was cool. I mean, it's but just, that, well, it that's just shows. What made, that's what made him not go back as well. Right. Yeah. He's ashamed of himself, you know, yeah. because, you know, right, like I said, right. he, he's his father and he's his mother at the same time, you know, and it's what saying. He's a killer. And he kept saying that in that scene. And it was just very interesting that also not talked about enough. Uh, mm-hmm. The character with the mask that basically. Oh, yeah. Badass. Big dislike of mine. Okay, one of my things was to continue with your kind of character development of Shang-Chi is mm-hmm. he was 100% he was going, going to, to kill, kill him, him. Yep. before the, the dad stopped yeah. him on the scaffolding. In, in the club scene. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he was going to kill that guy. He, he like flashing back this dude whipping me over and over again. Oh, yeah, he was going to fuck him. So, fucking so that's him. what I'm saying. Like Shang-Chi is a very interesting character. Yeah. In that well, he does, I don't think he knows who he is. No, and he, 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 he does now. He does now. He does now. All right, let's move on. 
can I can I finish on the dislike about that? The mask guy. Oh, what? Yeah, what? They make a big deal about him being like, you know, he's definitely like the right hand man as far as like the ninja combat guy for the Ten Rings, right? And they fucking kill him they off. They kill him soul off. Soul Sucker. Soul Sucker just kills him off. As first Soul Sucker that comes through. You know who he is? Who? He's fucking Thanos' right hand guy. Not even close. Thanos' right hand guy was actually fucking a dude. This guy was a dude. He just died early. They both died. That's who he is. No, this guy just died so Don't fast. Don't fucking say not even close. They're not fucking even close. the same guy. You're no, the other guy was badass. I that guy was badass. Would have been more okay with Razor Fist getting fucking soul sucked. Yeah, same. And then <laughs> same. And then thousand percent. Then, ma- then mask right mask hand. <laughs> yeah. Mask right hand guy. To the next the yeah. Jab- phase. The Jabberwocky should have survived. Exactly. <laughs> the Jabberwocky. That's a good comp. I'll give good you that comp. one. That's a good comp. All right. One to ten. Where does this movie rank? I, I'll i start. I'm going to give it eight and a half. Ooh. Banger. And it, and it ranks right with or not right above. And you guys, when I say this, you're going to fucking lose your mind. Far from home. It's a good call. I'm going to also say in half. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to put it. This one's going to fucking hit you. Winter Soldier. Above? With right below Winter Soldier. That's like, that's like what? That's my. Ex- excluding. Okay. Excluding ex- or excluding um, Infinity War Endgame. That's or that's, including it. Then that's like number six all time. It's fucking up. I, well, I would put it. I really like, I got to watch it again. Cause I know you got to watch it twice. Yeah. Because I, you know, what I felt blown away with the first time I watched it was Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange was everything when I watched it for the very first time. See, that's a good question. Like, you got to compare these movies on those origin movies, right? Right. Like, it has to be origin movie. Okay. Which which movie is better between these three? Doctor Strange, Black Panther, Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Rank them. I think Shang Chi and Doctor Strange are tied at the top. Do- what Doctor Strange did to the MCU was it was the first time. We don't know how far he's going to go because he might be the biggest. What he opened up to the MCU was the biggest of all. So I think yeah. I think Doctor Strange 1, Shang-Chi 2, and then <sighs> Black Panther. Black Panther is so good too. It's great. I mean, Black well, Panther someone has to be third. Black Panther yeah. is a great rewatchable movie for it me. It very is. Um, I'll pop that one in. Shang-Chi, Doctor Strange, Black Panther. Wow. I... I love this movie. I might regret it going to watch Doctor Strange when I get home and be like, fuck, never mind. But Shang-Chi right now is ranked really high for me. Yeah. That's and fair. you know I love Far From Home. Yeah. You oh, I love that movie. Yeah. All right. And it's right there. So what are we or what was your answer for that? Yeah. Uh, for me, it's you know, it's it's up there. It's probably seven and a half, something like that. Um on the ranking system we just did, I have Doctor Strange, then Shang-Chi. Same as me. But it, it, it's like they're close, yeah, like yeah. you said, and Black Panther third. Um, that is tough, though. It is tough. It might be higher, actually. I don't know. When we redo, we're going to redo our list. Yeah. And I want to talk to you guys about it. But, I mean, that'll probably be more talk off air. But unbelievable where we After can put After phase this movie. four, we'd have to rewatch the whole MCU again and then rank it all. Jeez. It's the only geez. way. It's right, the only we have way. a month till Spider-Man. I just yeah. might rewatch them all. Exactly a month today. What do we like moving forward with Shang-Chi? So, Shang-Chi. I mean, we can have to get into the cutaway because obviously Wong then goes to Shang-Chi and he's like, hey, you're in this. We're, we're going to analyze the rings and kind of go from there. So, I mean, he, he's in it. Like, he's in right. the thick of this thing. You know what I mean? Like, um, 
Dr. Banner, who is not Dr. Hulk. Oh, so we're getting cutscene. We're talking cutscene cut now. All right. Because because it's obvious implications that he is in the Avengers now. There is a moment, yeah. cutscene. It is Wong, Shang-Chi, Captain Marvel. Polygraph. And it, what? Yeah, in that. Polygraph? Like a hol- hologram. Holograph. <laughs> hol- hologram. Same thing. Guys, relax. Hologram. Anyways, Jesus. and Bruce Banner, who is who we saw last was Professor Hulk with Professor the. Professor Hulk, yeah. With the sleeve on, oh, still yeah. has a sling. Still has a sling. So does but that? Not, does but that, it's not the Hulk. But does that mean that it's but, pretty recent after the blip? Before I get into Bruce, that cutscene alone tells me he is going to be one of the bigger. Really, we thought that bigger stars going forward. I think in when we talk like Avenger level stuff, he's in that whole movie. Wow. Wow, okay. He's not a side character. He's not a he's not a vision. He's not a Hawkeye. He's he's a Tony Stark. He's a Captain America. He has his scenes. Wow. He has his scenes, and I think he's not gonna be a a leader per se, but he's going to be right there in every scene. Wow. That's that is I mean crazy. And because that, that was a question, right? Moving, oh yeah, it's Shang-Chi him. moving him forward. Moving forward. Yeah. And then those rings obviously well, we so have, let's we get the cutscene. about it. So the cutscene is them three examining the rings. Well, there's a couple things about the rings that are interesting. One, not knowing the origin. They don't know the origin, and they don't know the metal or the material that's made out of. There's nothing on the hol on the um, not the hologram. <laughs> say your goddamn the hol. I think he was the Halifax or whatever he was calling it. Yeah, or the wherever they well, were. Well, they're in the Banner sanctum. They know what it was. Yes, they're in the sanctum's library for uh, where no, Wong works. No strange. No strange, which is interesting. Yeah, like Wong is doing his. Essentially, yeah, they like Banner and them will talk to Wong without Strange. He's that dude. Yeah. Anyway, but compared to fucking Happy, so I ever give my so face back again. to the thing. But like, but fuck you. The metal, the happy. metal is something that they've never seen or encountered before. Yeah, they said it was. Again, they talk about how long ago that he's had it. You know, it's been for thousands of years. The father's yeah. had it. It's all interesting. And that's all they know there. from the father's origins. That's right. all they know about the rings. Mm-hmm. And so they're. There's also the beacon that the you beacon. mentioned earlier so that the, the rings are calling someone or something. Yeah. We don't know what though. I, you know, and it, what are we what are we thinking about that? And what do we think about the metal? Like, is, what do so we think it is? I think what Phase Four has been a absolute fan of so far, and what we know is multiverse, multi dimension. Yeah. You know what Doctor Strange introduced us, like Cody was saying earlier, in the origin of the movie opened up everything right and now phase four is like every movie is like doctor strange one there's so much going on Mm -hmm. outside of right what's right in front of your face so i think it's definitely another universe type like talao was said to be in a different dimension like you entered that and you were not on earth anymore yeah i mean obviously you know the the animals the creatures dragons dragons. and stuff like that right so I think the Ten Rings have more to do with Talao than what the movie gave off to us. Okay. Like deep, dark creatures, dragons, that type of thing. So I think a beacon is kind of to another race, creatures, aliens, something of that regard. But Captain Marvel kind of not knowing was also a little concerning. Right. So you, you think that they are either calling or slash the material metal is something we haven't even been introduced yet to yes i think Both it's a, a something like shang chi 2 will give us a whole nother batch of 
kind of like how Guardians, when they're like, okay, he's not fully human, and then we find about in number two. You number two, that he's, he's, he's human, half celestial. Half celestial. And then Captain Marvel, we get introduced to kind of these scrolls. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole nother race that we yep. haven't really explored, but they've been in a few movies. You Secret know? Invasion. Um, Spider-Man Far From Home, yeah. different things. So I think we're going to get a whole nother batch of issues. Fuck. I don't know about... I don't know too much about like the whole the beacon thing. I don't I don't know where that's going. That's something to me that like where would they be calling? Where would these ten rings be calling? Yeah. That to me is strange. I have I don't have a, the foggiest so, idea. So I think uh, an origin story is in place for the ten rings, which we thought we were getting at the ten rings origin story, but that was an organization, right? Yeah, not the rings itself. The rings so itself. the rings itself. And then more of Shang Chi. Because well, in the character. beginning, they say some say he found it in a crater. Yeah. Some say he was born with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. There's all these rumors about it. You know what I mean? So, and the dad doesn't reveal anything either. Nothing. So, and which was that's what I thought was so interesting Marvel, in this movie. Marvel doesn't really do like prequels though. No, I just but kind not, of realized not that. as far as prequels, but like origin story. It's not a prequel if. If what is happening in real time, but at the same time, we're getting the ring backstory. Does that make sense? Yeah. I feel like this could be a, I don't know. I just thought something wild in my head. Maybe it's calling to um, Nevedelir, the the giants on Nevedelir who created you know, Thor's hammer, Storm Chaser. Okay, yeah, like that. yeah, Maybe yeah. it's a creation over there or something like that. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. It's very possible. But then that- I feel like we would... You know, Captain Marvel might know yeah, about it. I don't know. It's interesting. Maybe it's adamantium. X-Men. X-Men. That's what, that's what the metal is. I don't know. Interesting. But, I mean, great cutaway scene, though. Great cutaway scene. I mean, obviously, great we just had a 15-minute you know, conversation on that cutaway scene alone. And obviously, at the end of it, something that we really loved is Wong and them partying after in San Francisco doing karaoke. Just fucking hammered. Love it. Absolutely love it. So, um, Anything else to unpack on this one? Can I? I had a fucking. This is my problem with fucking Captain Marvel. And I got pissed at this in this cutscene. Mm-hmm. She's just too fucking busy for anything. Anything. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. She had to. I got to go. Like yeah. something's happening around me type. I, and I get it. You're controlling like the universe and like not just Earth, but like you had to show up late to fucking fight Thanos, bitch. Like, and very have, late. Like, very late. That's what I mean. Like, you're still, you're still that busy. Get skull punch. Like, there's things that much important than this. Like, you're, you never have time for anything. Like well, that, I mean, just a little. Just a little I think beef, it was just more of like an MCU throwing you a yeah, nugget. Yeah, I get it. Like Fury calling Ra- well, Monica right. Rambo in Wandavision, and that's what it is. Like simultaneously, so, right there, it could be like Monica Rambo going up to with the scrolls and Captain Marvel going with her. You know what yeah. I mean? Like things like that could be simultaneously the, happening. You know, we shit on Captain Marvel, and we kind of shit on the first movie. You, you know, I'm very excited for this next one. Oh yeah, very excited. Me too. Huge Monica Rambo fan, by the way. I like Monica Rambo. My thing with Captain Marvel, and I've said this from the beginning, is I, I, it's I don't know if it's her, the character, Brie Larson as Captain Marvel, which just bugs me. I think it's her. So is well, that your one miscasting? Yeah, that's a bad cast for but, me. Okay. Well, we gotta I, talk yeah, about, we Cap- about that. Captain Marvel later. Let, let's wrap this up. Anything else to Shang Chi you got before we get out of here? My my last take on just phase four and kind of Shang Chi and the Ten Rings is 
you said it before, like Captain Marvel might be the most powerful, you know, character right now. Wanda might be. Doctor Strange might be. Shang-Chi with the Ten Rings. All these Eternals. There are some big league fucking hitters as right now. As far as heroes. Yes. Like straight up. And we don't. And that's my and that's my concern. Not my concern, but like we don't even know who the big bad villain is yet. It better be fucking massive. I mean, there's, there's a. It has to be. There's to teasers be. of it, but do we know? We don't. We don't. We don't know. Kang, Kang the Conqueror is as much as we got. I mean, we, and we and, still don't know if and that's. And there's so many theories and rabbit holes about him potentially being a good guy, but bad guy. He's also different variants of himself, while he explained. It's there's a too fucking much. rabbit hole. <laughs> there's too fucking much. Uh, but the next time we get into Marvel, and I'm. They don't know this, but the next time we get into Marvel, we're going to do an episode before Spider-Man. Yeah, we have to. And after. Yeah, we have, we to. have to. And after. Spider-Man's going to be unreal. Because I, that's going to be a lot to unpack, a lot to talk about before, and it's going to be fucking great. I love getting nerded out with this mm-hmm. shit. So that's it. Marvel episode, Film Doctor, Total Generous Podcast. Like on iTunes, subscribe, share it to all your Marvel friends, give us some feedback. We're out. We're out.